0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. Somehow, we're almost at the end of February, <laughs> Keith. You and I were just talking about this. It feels like the month is flying by. But that just means we are into the thick of the NBA playoff race. And thank goodness, basketball is back tonight. I'm
2: ready for it. Yeah, me too. I am done with talking about the All-Star weekend. I'm done with talking about media, former players fighting each other and coaches and all that. other. Like, I just want (laughs) to let's just. Like, like thank god basketball is back it's a, you know one of my favorite terms to use out there is nb august like when there's nothing <laughs> to talk about and
1: that's when right.
2: the debates just get absolutely insane and people start saying the craziest stuff ever and it's like yeah and then it's like yeah well what are we doing and that felt like what happened this week very quickly so very glad where we we got a full slip what are you 12 games tonight i think yep so,
1: 12, 12 games, games
2: too so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that and i mean we got there's just a million things going on around the league right now just all kinds of signings and waivers and uh two-way moves and all that stuff and a few other injury stories and other big stories that so much we had some of them on the slate for yesterday and didn't have time to get into them
1: yeah exactly so we'll, we'll get to them today um lots of stuff for us to, to talk about obviously but first quick reminder if you guys haven't checked it out yet check out the basketball bulletin published a new piece there today um you guys can check it out i'll put the link in the description down below keith and i are doing a little bit of writing and putting some of our thoughts over there on the uh, on the nba in general i went through some of the big storylines now that we're out of the all-star break so you guys can find that over on the basketball bulletin again we'd appreciate it if you guys would check it out and go subscribe and i uh, know, Keith, you've got some stuff on the way too
2: Yeah, I'll have game notes tomorrow morning from Mm -hmm. tonight's games, uh, whatever the kind of the games that catch my eye and and end up watching. Uh, I'll have notes on that. I'm going to try to at least watch two games live and then – maybe one more game tonight. We'll see how the night goes and then uh, probably watch two or three in the morning tomorrow. And, and then I'll get game notes up. Look for those late morning, uh, maybe eh, late morning, really by the time most people are mid morning for the West coasters fall following here. And I don't know, early afternoon, if you're an international uh, follower over on the basketball bulletin, it'll be up for you then. Uh, yeah. And then I've got a piece. Uh, I'm trying to uh, put the final touches on it where I just, I'm going through all 30 teams and kind of, What's a goal for the rest of this year for for that team because even if you're out of it and you're no longer chasing like well what's what's a goal you can go after so so I' have, have that up uh, pro- probably maybe some point over the weekend we're working around a soccer tournament here this weekend so so we'll see what that all looks like.
1: Well, that's certainly that's exciting stuff. And Keith's game notes are very, very handy. It's a great way to stay informed on so much of what's going on in games around the NBA and get some really great insight into a lot of games in a very short span of time that you need in order to digest all of it. So uh, those are, are super, super useful. So again, go check out the Basketball Bulletin. You guys can get all of that and much, much more. All right, let's get into today's topics here. We've got, I mean, there's a lot. I guess let's start with something that you know, I think is, is obviously a big, big positive. It's something that I'm, I'm excited about, and that's Chris Paul. It is close to returning for the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors are making a playoff push. Uh, Chris Paul's been out of action for some time now, and and here he is on the verge of making his return uh, at a good time here for, for the Golden State Warriors to try to solidify their playoff positioning. They play my Lakers tonight. Chris Paul won't be in action for that one, but uh, should be back soon. He's He can definitely give them a bit of a boost. Not that he's the Chris Paul of old, but he's still a steady ball handler, the guy that can come in in some higher leverage situations and some pressure-filled moments and can execute. So I think this is going to be a real good thing for Golden State.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. It sounds like the Issue with Chris Paul now is just getting his conditioning back up to to playing NBA minutes. as he's fully healed from the left hand fracture that that had him out for the? I think he's missed the Warriors last eighteen games, so that'll stretch to nineteen tonight. But Steve Kerr said he's really close. He's playing five on five, and they just want to monitor his conditioning. So my guess is they they're not going to put him on the floor until he can play twenty five minutes, thirty minutes a night, or whatever it may be, and it may not be that much right out of the gate, but. Yeah, I think this is big for them. And we'll, we'll see tonight what it looks like. Do they come back out with Clay Thompson on the bench? That was done right in the last game before uh, the, the All-Star break. Is that something they're going to roll forward with? It sounded like they were, but you never know where teams come back. Sometimes we see teams roll out of the All-Star break with, hey, you know what? We use that downtime to kind of think up some new lineups and game plans and stuff. And sometimes we see that, but yeah, Chris Paul coming back. It's certainly going to strengthen their bench. Gives them another guy. They could throw in the closing lineup if they need to. And all those kind of things. So yeah, warriors are, it's going to be tough. That's, you know, I know LeBron's out tonight. So that part's mm-hmm. a, a bummer for the game tonight, but I mean, this feels like kind of a big game, just considering these sure. two teams are jockeying because in that nine, 10, you'd obviously rather be at home. And, because the loser, that's it, your season's over, where the winner at least gets that second shot at one more game to try to win their way in. So it'll, it'll be you know kind of fun to watch you know tonight and then see what it looks like uh, down the line if, if one of them doesn't catch uh, one of the teams in front of them. And you know, we'll see. I mean, the Lakers are only a couple games behind the Kings, game and a half, or two and a half, rather, behind the Mavs. But uh, the Warriors were talking about, I don't know if you saw this, like Steve Kerr put up, he's like, we're five games out, but if we play the way we've been playing, where they're 8-2 and two over their last 10 games, we could make up ground here really, really quickly. Yeah. So I think there's there's still quite a bit to be decided there in that bottom half of the West just like there is to be decided in the top uh, quartet there at the top of the conference.
1: Yeah, for sure. The West is going to be a crazy finish. Uh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen here because, like you said, it's going to be very, very close all the way through. Um, and we look at at the Warriors, we look at this game tonight against the Lakers. Should Lakers fans be a little annoyed that LeBron misses the final game before the All-Star break against the Jazz? He's going to miss tonight's game against the Warriors, but played in the All-Star game in between the two. Is that... I've got LeBron fans saying, no, this is LeBron has to do this. He's the face of the NBA. How dare you question LeBron? And then Lakers fans are like, Yeah, but this game is way more important than the All-Star game. The guys who played in the All-Star game didn't even care about the All-Star game. What's he doing playing in that game if that in any way diminished his ability to play tonight? Where do you stand on that?
2: Yeah, I'll first say I feel like anytime I see your replies on Twitter – you deal with like three different groups of fans. You deal with Laker fans, it's LeBron fans, and Laker haters, right? Like, yep. like that's like the the like there, those are three very definitive groups. And yep. occasionally, the LeBron and Laker fans' uh, interests align, and they are, you know, they, it, it's like Game of Thrones, where it's like, yeah, right. once in a while, we're we're after the same thing. So let's, you know, we're 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 both after the Iron Throne, but the path leads us there together, right? So it's, you know, I don't, I'm making it complex metaphor to try to make it work and it's not. But it's um I get it. I yeah, it's it's a little concerning. You know, where, where he said he said it right at all star weekend, right? I'm gonna have some treatment. I might not be ready to go on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you playing? I kind it's the same kind of thing with Kawhi Leonard, right? Where Kawhi Leonard said, Yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit in the All-Star game. And you know, and then it was kind of funny because then they kind of played without like Kawhi, lebron and ad for the second half of that game because it was like yeah they made their cameo appearance in the first half and we're calling it what it is and moving on but i i get it if people are a little annoyed i i i kind of understand where people are coming from from that i in the grand scheme of things i don't know that's the end of the world and i mean far be it for me to be like well it's definitely a loss if those guys don't play because they went into Boston and kicked the Celtics' tail without LeBron and AD. So, I, you know, who knows? I just play sure. the game and see what it looks like. But I can get where people might be a little aggravated.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, people are saying, well, he was going to have this treatment. Okay. Well, but could he have done that treatment before the All Star game? Sure. So then he just, just go to the All Star game, smile, wave, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but it, I, I ultimately landed, and I won't rehash this too much, but I ultimately landed on the idea that if there was very clearly, Whatever he did at the All Star game was going to have no bearing on tonight's game, whether or not he'd be available. Then I have no problem with him playing in the yeah. All Star game. If it was, hey, you can play the All Star game, but as a result, you're going to have to miss this game. Then he made the wrong choice, in my opinion. Obviously, I'm coming in very mm-hmm. biased in that, but um, yeah, that's that's where I ultimately fall on that one. But it should be a, a, a fun game tonight, Lakers Warriors. It's always a good time. Uh, Chris Paul again. Go ahead.
2: Have to put the injury report out for tomorrow's game until like much later in the day. I think it's like five o'clock it is mm-hmm. the first time you have to release an injury report or something like that. Do we have any sense of if he's going to play tomorrow or not? Like it's
1: nothing you know, on, Warriors nothing play. on that. Yeah. I'd actually be, if it's, if this is a treatment related thing, I'd kind of be surprised if he plays, but at this point I I, I was fairly certain. Okay. He, he'll give it a go against the Warriors and that's obviously not happening. So, I, I, we really have no idea at this point what's what's happening here. It, I would think that if he was had the potential to go for tomorrow's game, he would just play tonight and take off tomorrow's game.
2: Yeah, that would be the better way.
1: That would yeah. be the better way to do it. And usually I'm the one saying lock in the win, play against the team. That's not like if it's Denver and San Antonio – play against San Antonio because you could play your best basketball against Denver and still wind up losing that game. So make sure that you lock in. Eliminate the possibility of going 0-2 or come as close to doing that as you can. That's my strategy rather than go 2-0 and or I'm going to go 0-2, right? Um, try to go all out. So I usually say play them in the game where if you're playing your best basketball, you're almost certain to get the win. But, yeah. uh, but given the fact that the Warriors are the team pursuing the Lakers, you would think that would make this be the, the game that he would play for. So all that is a long-winded way of saying, I have no idea what the hell he's going to do, <laughs> what he's going to do tomorrow.
2: Without uh, or not. running down to the pantry and grabbing the tinfoil out to make myself a tinfoil hat here. I kind of wonder, is it treatment? And it was, hey, I had to go into Indiana in the middle of my break. Like, I want an extra c- couple days here. And I, I want to be, be Well, He's in
1: Golden State. You know,
2: yeah. So well, meaning I had to go to Indiana for the all-star break. Now I, I want to stay wherever I am and I'll catch you guys back in LA on Saturday and, and go. Now is he uh, in golden state?
1: Yeah. He's, he? he's going to the oh, game. That's what well we were told. Was. He was going to the game tonight All in right. golden state, but he missed practice yesterday
2: uh, on yeah, a I scheduled
1: can't... absence. So maybe there's <laughs> yeah, a little maybe. bit through that. Maybe,
2: you know, the NBA, they're probably as much as they'd love to have him tonight. It's an ESPN game. Um, you know, they probably really want him Sunday afternoon. Cause this is, they start ramping up the, 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 the weekend afternoon games, uh-huh. no football anymore. And uh they're playing the Suns on Sunday afternoon. So I'm sure, sure. The NBA is like, let's make sure he's there at least for that one. And we'll, we'll kind of overlook maybe missing a game here. Cause, cause we know you can't just miss games now. Right. So yeah. maybe that is a little, I uh, had some treatment going on and the treatment was yeah. a, uh, margarita or two in Cabo,
1: maybe and i'm sure adam silver probably would not have been thrilled if lebron had said hey uh i i'm not gonna play in the in the <laughs> yeah. all-star game especially exactly. when he was i mean you could he, he was pissed right oh, adam silver vivid. when he was giving out the award yeah. he's like well i guess you scored a bunch of points so here you <laughs> go here's your, like he i put in his mind he probably just chucked it at him because he wanted this to be a competitive game and i'm sure that there was probably pressure on LeBron to go to be the face and all that kind of stuff and sure. and make sure it brings legitimacy to it and all of that. And then the players went out there and did what they did anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I do wonder if maybe that's part of it, too. Like, hey, we need you at the All-Star Game. So if you do this, we'll uh, we'll give you a night off yeah, here. I don't, who knows? We're we're, we're tinfoil hatting yeah, no, uh, we're to a high degree.
2: That's a whole other show. You can catch us. That one comes out at about three 30 in the morning, Eastern time. And, uh, it it's, it gets a little dark. We have the lights off and we uh, get a little crazy. You have to find it though. We'll tell you the name of the channel. You have to find
1: no. it on your own. Yeah. You have to search. You have to, you have to search. You have to go down the rabbit hole in order to yeah. find it. All right, let's, let's get into this. Uh, Isaiah Stewart suspended three games by the NBA. Now, the assault charge has been dropped. Remember, he he punched Drew Eubanks in the tunnel uh, at the Suns game the other night, and the I mean, police were involved. He was arrested. All this stuff. I, I haven't. I've yet to see the video. I don't know. Like TMZ, I'm assuming we'll get a hold of it at some point. But apparently, he just kind of dropped his bags and punched him. I'd have to imagine there's two sides to every story, though. There's obviously a lot we don't know, but the bottom line, he's. The assault charge is done. That's not happening anymore. And the NBA has followed that up by suspending Isaiah Stewart for three games. And so that will will be the end of that. But you know, this is not Stewart's first running with with issues. We had that infamous thing with LeBron last season and all of that. Uh, but hopefully it's it's the last. You never want to hear about players getting in fights in the in the tunnel and all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, there's a fine line between the enforcer who's not going to take any crap and out there, you know, being tough and sticking up for his team and battling and all those things, which I think Isaiah Stewart is perfectly capable of, of being. And then a guy who's doing stuff that's just unacceptable off the court. Now, again, we have no idea what Drew Eubanks said or didn't say and what, what, what I still haven't even seen reports on what started. Any of this no. it sounds like they maybe had some words earlier in a earlier season matchup or something, or maybe they did it a year before uh when Eubanks was with the Trailblazers, but then nobody's really come out uh clearly that I've seen that's had anything on that. So yeah, obviously something you know upset him and and he did something he shouldn't have done. And I think what this is also further indication though is the league by saying, Hey, you're getting three games. We're doing a multi-game suspension here. This is furthering the NBA kind of telling guys, guys, we're not doing this. Like we're not going to have, we're not going to just hit you with a game. You do stuff that is unacceptable for our players, our teams, the the, the profile of the league. We're going to hit you. You know, we're, we're going to hit you with at least, you know, a multi-game suspension and that's you know, where it could be. And it may be for guys That become repeat offenders which Isaiah Stewart now is it sends a little bit of a message of hey you better knock it off because these will get progressively worse for you and then we'll just kind of go from there so but we'll see you know what happens but it sounds the other thing too is I haven't even seen if he's healthy enough to even be back to play or Mm -hmm. not yet but the suspension has started so so he is suspended that'll start with tonight's game and then it'll kind of go from there.
1: Yeah. And again, hopefully this is not something that the league is dealing with uh, again, but I I also like I get it. It's over, it's done with and all and we don't need to know every detail. But I kind of want to know like what, <laughs> yeah. what 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 happened? Causes. Yeah. What I'm happened here?
2: Me too. Yeah.
1: It, yeah.
2: Acquiring uh, minds want to know, man. Let's go. For like, sure. Where is TMZ with this report? I mean, they had to, it, they had Draymond punching out Jordan Poole like minutes after it happened. Like, what, what, what are we doing? Somebody's slacking here?
1: Right. Exactly. We need, we need, we need to be informed on all of the, all of the drama, all of the soap opera yeah. stuff that we have going on here. Uh, we need to know exactly what what happened here. But all right, before we get into our uh, our next topic here, I need to give a shout out to our sponsor, and that is Bet US. They do an absolutely fantastic job. Super, super easy to navigate easy to check out everything that they offer. And they have a wonderful, wonderful promo right now. Use our link in the description down below. You get 125% signup bonus up to $2,500 on your first three deposits. Again, use that code JOIN125. Again, that link is going to be in the description down below. You guys can find it there. Once again, they give you 125% bonus, not only on your first deposit, but your first three deposits up to $2,500 with that code Join 125 Uh, plus you get a 10% gambler's insurance for your net losses. If you're active every six months Uh, again, that is up to $2,500 on those three deposits. And you can see the site. I've got it up here on the screen. Super, super easy to navigate. You can see all the games, everything you could want on there from any sport you could want. Uh, They're out there. Baseball season's getting going. You've got that up there as well. It's super easy to get started. All you got to click is that yellow get started box and very, very easy to go through. So go check them out. Use our link in the description down below. Bet US can get that deposit bonus on the first three deposits. Great deal there. All right, Keith, let's talk a bit about the Mavs and Jalen Brunson and what could have been Mavs fans. You may want to skip ahead yeah, because this is tough. Jalen Brunson attempted to sign with the Mavs Two separate times, he wanted to stay in Dallas, uh, and he was, according to Jalen Brunson himself, he was looking at a deal for, he said, like four years, $55 million. Yep. Oh, boy. I mean, this would be, if that got done and he was playing the way he is right now, which we can talk about what he'd be doing, what he's doing right now if he was still in Dallas, but that would be one of the greatest bargains in the maybe the best deal in the league if Jalen sure. Brunson doing the things he's doing right now for four years, 55 million. In fact, off the top of my head, I think that would be probably the best contract in the NBA right now.
2: Yeah, it's basically like what 13 and a half, 14 million dollars yeah. uh, per year. Yeah, I think so. It also it's a creates a very interesting what if had he signed that, they probably don't go after Kyrie Irving. If uh-huh. they don't go after Kyrie Irving, does Kyrie go to the Lakers instead in a trade, you know, that they were one of the other teams that was rumored to be in and Dallas obviously gave the, the, the bigger offer. They they beat what the Lakers could offer at the time in terms of draft picks and other things. And then, or does Kyrie look around and say, all right, I can't get anywhere else. I'll, figured out here in Brooklyn that then does KD not get traded to the Suns like like the dominoes that that could have (laughs) caused right the butterfly
1: effect here yeah
2: right (laughs) like it's just crazy to think about what had happened beyond just the Mavs missing out on a great deal now I'll say this I think in the end it's worked out really good obviously for Jalen Brunson right like he's he's now God, he basically doubled the contract and what he signed for with the Knicks. And then he's like the King of New York basketball right now. Like he's mm-hmm. beloved in New York and and you kind of, you kind of knew he would be right. Like they, they, they liked the, the tough guards, you know, they're, they're going to get out there and play really hard and all that stuff. And he just, he fits right in with everything. Uh, Nick fans love about a player. And then Dallas did end up with Kyrie and they're, they're moving forward with the Luca Kyrie team. That is, you're pretty good. It's it, so I think both teams in the end, it worked out uh, okay for both teams and clearly worked out for Jalen Brunson, but yeah, what a crazy, what if for him? And, and everybody might be saying, well, what was the deal here? It was a, he was eligible to extend. He was finishing his uh, it's not a rookie scale deal because he wasn't a first round pick, but it was the second round uh, pick. In was the rookie deal he signed he was on the minimum. And when you're coming off a minimum deal, I call it the Dinwiddie. Some other people call it the Richardson extension, but it's basically, you can get the mid-level plus, all like deal uh, on an extension. That's kind of how it works out too. And that's, that's what, what the Mavs could offer him. And it sounds like he was very willing to do that. And for whatever reason, the Mavs were not uh, willing to do that at the time. So crazy sliding doors moment in the NBA of what would have happened if it had gone slightly differently.
1: Well, and he also said just to, again, I I apologize, Mavs fans here, but um, he was saying, I was willing to take this deal. He he was starting and all of that. And he was like, he was ready to get this done. And then uh, he thought, okay, well, if they don't, come to terms on an extension with me by the by the the deadline and he was willing to do this this deal and the Mavs just kept kind of delaying and delaying and delaying he's like if they don't extend me by the trade deadline uh or if if an extension isn't done here they're probably trading me like that's probably what's happening he doesn't get traded and by that point he was playing so well he started thinking this is according to to brunson he was like yeah i, I i've probably outgrown this contract now they go into the playoffs And then, and this is again from Jalen Brunson, he says, Mark Cuban comes out and says, hey, we can pay him the most money after their season ends. He says, and then, from my point of view, it was crickets. Like, he didn't hear anything from the Mavs, and he winds up on this four-year $104 million deal with the Knicks. This is all from the All the Smoke podcast. So, I mean, he's still a great value, but it's like the Mavs had multiple chances here to take care of this and to get this done. And then, even after they went, okay, well... We lost that bet, and they said we can spend more than anybody else. They still, from Jalen Brunson's perspective, didn't really communicate or do the things necessary in order to keep him. Now, maybe they figured he was gone already, but, man, this, like you said, so many things could have changed, and if you're a Mavs fan, you've got to just be sick over losing Jalen Brunson for nothing when you could have had what would have been the best contract in the NBA.
2: Yeah, and and again, I think you then look and say, Yeah, we have Kyrie, we're we're sure. okay. It's, like we're gonna be all right. But sure, I'm not totally with you. And then let's go back to and let's remember, and you guys can go back and watch the show. It's it's in the, the archives on YouTube, and you find it on there. It was one of the free agency shows that when he look up whatever day it was reported, mm-hmm. he was signing with the Knicks, and you can find our show from that that day and go look it up. People were killing that contract left and right. People Uh were like a hundred million dollars for Jalen Brunson. He's only started, you know, just this year. Like he's small. Is that going to be worth it? And I I very clearly remember you and I both saying that money places him at about the 15th to 20th best point guard in the NBA. And I remember we're both like, He's at least the 15th to 20th best point guard right. in the NBA. It was just a complete misunderstanding of that's where a hundred million still is like this barrier for people where Some, it sounds yep. like this massive giant number in reality. It just, it. I mean, yeah, yes. If somebody gives me a hundred million dollars, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to run around the house like a maniac and, you know, I'll run up and down the street, you know, and, and you know, in a speedo, I promise you guys, give me a hundred million. I'll do it. You know, then you're probably gonna want your hundred million back, but it's, it's still a number that people sports wise freak out about. Right. It's like, like, that's too much. Like I can't, I can't imagine. And it's just not that big of a number. And It wasn't even two years ago. And we, we, you know, you can look on the record where like, yeah, it seems like a lot, but that's mid mid mid, uh, middle of the pack starter money in Jalen Brunson's at least that we felt that, you know, good about it then. So, you know, good for Jalen Brunson and good for him and the Knicks of, you know, it's been great. And I can tell you what the Knicks aren't getting them for 25 million on his next contract. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. The Mavs certainly aren't getting him back for 14 million or whatever it could have been that, that ain't happening either. So, you know, good, good for Jalen Brunson for, you know, doubling his contract and then probably going to be in the range of, Doubling it again, and on his next contract, it's just yeah, you know, re- really great story for him how well he's played.
1: I mean, he's like I don't think he's going to win it, but he's in the MVP conversation right now. Sure, like he's yeah. he's in the conversation I again. He's not going to win it, but he's yeah. in the conversation, and that's and yep. that's impressive as hell for a guy like Jalen Brunson who just became a starter last year. Uh, I mean, all credit to him; he's been absolutely fantastic and no uh, brainer
2: all star too. Right, like no one sure. even question should he mm-hmm. be an all-star like that was a easy. no-brainer pick, like easy pick so yeah. yeah yeah great player
1: all right uh let's finish off today with
2: uh,
1: <laughs> I, I say finish off as though we're just going to jump through transactions update there's been like 50 of them yeah. over the last day or so uh what is going on around the league keith i know we had a bunch of stuff that we were going to get into yesterday a lot of like two-way signing stuff like that guys getting little promotions here and there guys getting converted into full contracts what is happening i, I guess first why is all this happening now
2: yeah so that's the important thing to understand so what you had happened happen was trade deadline happened on the 8th then basically we had one more week and then everybody went away and now we're coming back to work so any teams that were down roster spots, teams that maybe made a two-for-one or like the Knicks made that four. I think it ended up being a four-for-two trade with the Pistons. And they, they ended up down a couple roster spots. Well, what happens in the NBA is you basically have two weeks to get back up to at least 14 guys. So what we saw going on here was teams that opened up roster spots and had to fill them, they started doing that over the span of the last couple of days. I uh, and a handful of other things happened as well, which was the buyout market kind of kicked into gear with, there were not a ton, but we saw a handful of guys get mm-hmm. waived. Some of them were just straight waivers. They didn't give up any money back in a buyout, some were true buyouts. And then those guys caught on with other teams. And then some teams said, you know what? We're not really going to go the free agency route. What we're going to do is we like player X we've had on a two way contract. And in some cases, we're about out of games with that guy on his two-way deal. Or it's, I just, we're, we're ready to, you know, this guy's outplayed it. We're going to bump him up and we're going to move him over to a standard contract. So all of that kind of created like a, it's, it's one where nev, none of these ever would have been, Hey, I know you're on vacation, Trevor at Disneyland, but you got to go find a mic because we got to talk about you know, this two-way <laughs> right. conversion. Like it was never going to hit that level, but it becomes a very very busy transactional period. Now there's two two dates to really keep in mind here. One, we've already talked about it but it's worth restating. March 1st is the playoff eligibility waiver deadline. So what that means is if a player is on a roster right now, Marcus Morris maybe, uh he's still on the Spurs roster, if he's going to be eligible for the playoffs, he has to be waived by March 1st. Waived by March 1st. Not clear waivers by March 1st. Not signed by March 1st. Just waived by March 1st. As long as that happens, that player will still be eligible for the playoffs. Team could sign him all the way up until the last day of the regular season. Get him on the roster and the player can play in the playoffs. The famous last day signing was Dante Jones with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I believe it happened two years in a row the Cavs signed Dante Jones on the very last day of the regular season and had him fill the playoffs. So that's your first date. The other date to know is March 4th. March 4th is the last day to sign a player to a two-way contract. So you're seeing some two-way shuffling going on. Some of that is you got to fill a roster spot. We want the two-way guy. He's out of games. We want this two-way guy to be still eligible. Some of it is this two-way guy's pretty good. We'd like to have him on the playoff roster because uh-huh. important to note, two-way players cannot play in the playoffs. Doesn't matter if they have games left at the end of the season or what; they cannot play in the playoffs. And then March fourth. So, all that said, that's why we're seeing a lot of this stuff. I'm going to run through a handful of what's happened, and then we'll get into some of the, some of these we've already covered. I'm on other shows, So you can go back, um, and I'll try to note them where we kind of already covered this. Um, and then other ones of these are just just we kind of have it on record. I'll pause with a couple where I kind of want to get. Thoughts from you on a couple of things, okay. uh, but let's start with these are, since we recorded our final show pre-break, uh, the Wizards waived DeLon Wright. He ended up signing with the Heat. We already talked about that because we knew that was coming. Uh a Gallinari. We talked about that to the Bucs. The New Orleans Pelicans converted Jeremiah Robinson Earl from his two-way deal, signed him to a two-year standard contract. Portland signed Dwap Reith to a three-year contract, uh, fully guaranteed that the rest of this season, all deals the rest of this year, fully guaranteed. gave also, Reith, they gave him a fully guaranteed contract for next season at the minimum, and then the last season is non-guaranteed. He's an interesting guy because he's actually played for the Trailblazers uh, quite a bit and been a pr- pretty decent player. Uh, two-way signings. Ryan Hollins signed with the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, two-year, two-way for Holl- Or Ryan Rollins. I always do that. I always say Ryan. Rollins. The, <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, he, he not the broadcaster, the seven-footer.
1: Hey, uh, if is Doc is back, so could and Ryan Hollins could, could be. be back too. Yeah, it might
2: be. <laughs> For sure kendrick perkins may be looking for a deal too um which please like that'd be great I none mean, he's not on tv <laughs> every day um but anyway i'll, <laughs> I'll digress um <laughs> so ryan rollins the guard was with the warriors with, with the wizards unfortunately ryan rollins uh the most notable thing was he got away by the wizards and he was found he shoplifted from target it was things like toothbrushes and stuff like I know guys on two-way deals and league minimum deals aren't getting paid, you know, the mega bucks, but, like, I think you could afford a toothbrush, I, I would at least hope. But anyway, he's with the Bucks. Bucks get a chance to see if he can pop. Uh, Thad Young, we talked about that. He went to, to the Suns. Uh, the, let's see. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans signed Malcolm Hill to a two-way contract. He replaces Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Hill's played really well in the G League. He's a pretty good player. He's, like, one of those just... Fringe guys can never seem to like fully grasp that last like spot, you know, on a team and stick for years and years and years. Um, Golden State, Lester Quinones, they uh, converted him. He's actually been playing, he's been playing rotation minutes Uh for them while a two way guy plays ahead of Moses Moody um, in their rotation, which that's notable because now if they're making a postseason run, they'll have Quinones and they'll have him eligible. And then this is one I want to pause on. They signed Pat Spencer to a two-way to replace him. Do you know Pat Spencer's story? No. Pat Spencer was a college lacrosse player. He was so good, he won lacrosse's version of the Heisman Trophy as a lacrosse player in college. So it's I I I, I'm, I may butcher this. I apologize. Someone can can correct me. I believe it's called Terrawan is the award, and he won that award. And it's the like lacrosse like player of the year award when he was a lacrosse player. Then he moved to uh, Northwestern and picked he played he played basketball through high school and stuff. Picked up he had one year of eligibility left. Played a year there, and now he's on the Golden State Warriors as a two way player. Like crazy. Right. Wow. Like It's I, like, Hey, I, I am forever jealous and angry. Like why? Like you couldn't have given me like that skill in one of those two things. Like, <laughs> he has one, to get good enough to be both? in the NBA and he's the best lacrosse player, you know, in college lacrosse, like one year, like, come on. Like it's like the old stories of like, they say, I don't know if you've ever heard this. I grew up hearing these stories from my grandfather and uncles about Ted Williams, the you know greatest hitter who ever lived. We sure. all know that. But the people who know what they're talking about this stuff say Ted Williams was likely the greatest fly fisherman ever, and also the greatest fighter pilot that ever existed. Because back then he had to take years out of his career to go fight in World War II, I believe it was mm-hmm. for him. And they say he was arguably the greatest fighter pilot who ever lived too. And it's like like kind of like Bo Jackson, right? Like good enough to play in the NFL and. I'm majoring baseball. Deion Sanders did that too. Like just crazy with this stuff. So really cool story there with Pat Spencer. Like I, I I just a lot of fun. Right. Uh, with that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's it's, it's the guys (laughs) who could do like, who can do multiple sports it's it's crazy i mean even like remember kyler murray there was the big and he's like you know just been okay in the nfl but there's been there were the whole time you know he was drafted by the athletics and is he going to go baseball and then he he winds up giving back that money because he's going to go number one in the nfl yeah was he going to try to do both for a little bit like uh, these guys that are just i mean just insane athletes and so gifted that they can play whatever and be great at it i mean people talk still talk about how great of a quarterback Allen Iverson was. Yeah. Right. Like that's, yep. that, that was a thing. Moss, like he,
2: right. Was a great uh, college uh, football, obviously great football player. And then a great uh, high school basketball player too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You And obviously Charlie Ward, right. Won the Heisman and then was an mm-hmm. NBA uh, starting point guard. Uh, what Julius Peppers, uh, Tony Gonzalez, I think. Right. What, what's Tony Gonzalez, right. Played, uh, college basketball, I believe it was too. And then, uh, uh, who, who was the one he Jordan love? Is that, am I right on that? Something love something Reggie love Mm -hmm. maybe played at Duke. And then he was like, uh, played football too, I think, or something like that. I don't remember. I'm probably Jordan
1: loves the the quarterback for the past. Yeah. I know Jordan
2: loves the quarterback, but this was somebody. And I know he ended up being like Barack Obama's like, body man or something for a while and it was and he was like his running joke was like he only has me here to play in his pickup games and I'm always on his team because he played at Duke and all this stuff but yeah I mean just this Pat Spencer story like go read about it it's the coolest thing going and it's cool because like I remember I had tweeted I think I got the story first one of the years when he went to training camp with the Warriors and like all of a sudden and I was super confused because I didn't know any of this. I was just told, Hey, Northwestern guard, Pat Spencer's going to camp with the warriors. Mm-hmm. I put it out there. And then all of a sudden I've got all these lacrosse people in my mentions. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? Like, I don't understand. And then I finally like looked it up and I was like, Holy crap. Like this guy's this good at lacrosse. Like, you know, unbelievable story there. Um, I'll run through quickly too. Mm-hmm. a bunch of 10 day contracts were signed. And there's some notable names here um, that, that are guys jumping on ten-day. Darius Baisley. Is uh, going on a 10-day with the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers had a they, – they were one of the teams that came out of the trade deadline with a bunch of open roster spots. So we'll see. This could be one that turns into him sticking for a little while longer. Uh, there obviously was you know very highly thought of at one point in his career as a prospect. Didn't ever really fully pan out with the Thunder. Uh, finished out last year with the Suns, but uh, now getting a chance with the Sixers. Marcus Bolden, who's been on and off rosters, on and off two ways, he's going to the Hornets on a 10-day. This one is – I'm only calling this one out because this might – he's a big man, he's a center. Might not be great news about Mark Williams. He's still mm-hmm. out. We're not getting any kind of real updates beyond he's hes still out with the back problem. So that's worrisome. And that's, again, we talk a lot about these guys on bad teams, young players. We're missing out, right? We're, we're missing out on – some of these these guys getting these development minutes here. Uh, The New York Knicks did a pair of 10-day signings. They signed Jacob Toppin, who was with them on a two-way, now going to go on a 10-day. He was in the dunk contest, super athletic forward. Yes, Obi's younger brother. Uh, Daquan Jeffries, he's been on and off rosters. He's coming back on a 10-day. Justin Jackson, a guy people probably remember, former first-round pick. He's played for a bunch of teams. He's going on a 10-day with the Timberwolves. Uh, did that? Did, these were all signed? A lot of these deals too got signed yesterday or today. How uh, to get these guys there? DJ Carton signed on a 10-day with the uh, Toronto Raptors. He's a guard. Had been playing in the G League. Justin champenny another guy, been on and off rosters. He's going on a 10-day with the Wizards. Jalen Crutcher, somebody I really really like. He had been playing for Birmingham, uh, Birmingham Squadron, which is just one of the coolest name. names. Love it. Um, in the G League, which is Pelicans affiliate. He's coming to the Pelicans on a 10-day at guard, getting a call up there and getting a chance. And then Pistons made a couple uh, maneuvers. Buddy Beheim coming back on a two-way contract. And then uh, Tosan Awomom, who's been playing with them on a uh, 10-day. I say playing because most of the 10-day was spent over the All-Star break. Uh, We already talked about, yeah, he's really on like an 11 or 12-day. He is going to be signing a two-way contract uh, with the Pistons as well as uh, they, they kind of do some roster shuffling to Stanley, Stanley Amude, who's one of their two-way guys, is getting promoted to the active roster. So
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: A lot of roster shuffling going on. A lot of stuff happening around the league. You got about ten more days or so of this that you're going to see a lot more uh, guys get moved around just as these the, the two-way uh, deadline comes up, and then they March first deadline and get guys waived and uh, go. Well, we'll see. I asked today just because a lot of people wondered. There's there seems to be no real movement on the Marcus Morris stuff. They, they oh. maybe Marcus Morris may be saying I I I don't want to get back anymore. Like, I, I want to keep everybody I have in the Spurs maybe saying, great, then you can sit home and just let the contract expire and go from there because same end result for them. Either way, if you're not going to give up some money. My guess is generally all my years of doing this tells me the player usually says, all right, I'll give you back the equivalent of a prorated minimum and they'll go. And it's their yeah. reporting from uh, Patrick Beverly of all places was that he, he was going to go to the Timberwolves. So we'll we'll see if that's how that goes.
1: Yeah, that will be something to keep an eye on. But you're right. In that case, then the the team gets something back. The player doesn't really lose any money. They get the same amount as they would have otherwise, uh, because then they get the money back. The money they gave back to Team A, they get from Team B on the new prorated contract, yeah. and then and then off you go. That's yeah, they don't work. lose
2: out anything, but the team saves saves a yeah. little bit, and you kind of go from there. So, and I promise you, I make up a single name, in that that whole whole run down there. Those are all. Appreciate that. Appreciate. <laughs> so yeah, check out that Spencer stuff if, if if people haven't seen it. It's just you know super cool story and yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited. I hope he gets a chance to play a little. bit. He's he's yeah. a really athletic guy. He can, and, and it's funny because I talked to when I broke that and all these people said stuff. I'm like, is there a lot of transferable skill? And they're like, yeah, there is quite a bit because it's the way the way you move and pass and cut in lacrosse is pretty similar to to basketball in hmm. a lot of ways and and you you work in a, a space around the goal like you do around the basket um in uh in in lacrosse so which was kind of cool I'd, i don't know a lot about lacrosse i, wouldn't have I thought I, that once in a while but yeah it's they they, they say there, there are some some similarities to to the two sports so yeah interesting. We'll,
1: we'll see interesting all right well certainly something to go check out uh tomorrow we'll be live for front office friday yeah so hopefully you guys come join us for that. Uh I know we haven't set on a, a time yet for that. Yeah, we have. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out in the know. morning. <laughs> we'll we'll post it on social media. Follow us on X at Trevor underscore lane at KeySmithNBA. NBA. We'll put it out there tomorrow morning exactly what time. Usually it's somewhere around the middle of the day. We do it over lunchtime or something. Yeah. And uh and, and so we'll go live, we'll take questions and comments, we'll talk about the games that happen tonight. We'll talk about what the fallout from all those and all kinds of things. I'm sure, you know, the way the NBA is, there's going to be plenty of stuff for us to, to talk about tomorrow. Yeah, will, so
2: we'll, we'll try to time it when it's most inconvenient for my wife to yell at me for uh, not packing for <laughs> we have to head out of town Friday night for a weekend soccer tournament. And then, then I'll, uh, I'll probably, you know, but what it, and it doesn't matter what time we do it at four 30 in the morning and it'd be, Hey, you're supposed to be doing this now. So that, that'll be fun
1: well then we'll have to we'll have to make sure we get just the right time then and yeah. uh and then we'll set you up for a very fun and uh stress-free weekend that way
2: yeah i'll be getting the <laughs> evil eye from somewhere over here on this side of the the room from uh, <laughs> from her off camera <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm just, just picturing like you could just feel the death stare through the screen um,
2: much. hey shout out to the guy in our comments from our i think it was our pre-break uh, Thursday show who said his daughter goes, is that the show where the guy yells? <laughs> that was <laughs> I love pretty that. good. <laughs> that just made my day. I love it. For other people who say, stop yelling, not going to happen. You you know what's coming on a Friday. So
1: That's just, right. Just, if you need to keep you it turned
2: down, it's, it's literally a second. So just you can you know, skip ahead if you need to. You, you know it's coming. So
1: It's exciting stuff. It's exciting stuff. And you know what they say to quote one of my favorite bad movies. If it's too loud, that means you're too old.
2: Yep, you got it. Way
1: way back to that old classic Adam Sandler, Brendan Fraser uh, movie, and Steve Buscemi, Airheads, from way back in the day. All right, everybody.
2: I haven't seen that in years.
1: Right, me either. But that that tells us that we're too old that we remember that movie though. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Till next time. See ya, and stay safe.